We are going to talk today about the choice. My name's Javon, and what I'm attempting to do is teach a short version of the Course in Miracles. And I'm choosing, I'm titling this, uh, Choose the Holy Spirit, Love, or the Ego, Fear. And uh, loosely going off my book, The Choice, which was more of a description of a happy dream, as the Course would call it. A Course in Miracles, short version, I'm calling it the Course. Uh, but this is really an attempt to describe reality and how to get there. Uh, also called enlightenment, also called um, awakening. It's a lot more simple and practical than I had realized after studying this. So there's a story about a Buddhist that came, came to New York and was wanting to get a hot dog. And he's walks up to the hot dog vendor and he says, hey, uh, you know, it's crazy, this whole thing. It's all in the mind. Did you know that? It's not real. Hot dog vendor's like, mm-hmm. So Buddha says, okay, I'll, I'll take a hot dog. Gives him a big bill. And the vendor goes, mm-hmm, hands him the hot dog. And then uh, goes about his business. And the Buddha says, hey, uh, what about my change? And the vendor said, ah, change is from within the Buddhists got him changes from within. And that's what we're going to be talking about is this change from within. And what does that mean? Well, it's all in the mind. Like that story said, the things that we see, the things that we feel and the things that we smell, the things that we experience, it's all in the mind. And this is an inside job to have this change that, that I'm describing the, the change to see heaven instead of hell, to see connection instead of separation. And this is, we know it's in the mind, uh, in in pockets of what we do. If we dream a dream, our eyes are closed, and yet we're seeing things and smelling things and feeling things. However, if we wake up just because we think our eyes are open, well, now we're seeing with our eyes and our brain. That's not the case. You're still experiencing through your mind. And a fragmented mind, if you're experiencing experiencing this world, so the mind is your highest self, that original mind. And the Course in Miracles is Jesus telling us how to correct the mistake of choosing the thought system of fear, which is this ego. It's this idea that we can be separate, and we've chosen fear or separation, and now we're projecting and running from uh, the wrath of God that we think is coming after us because we have left God. And instead, the Holy Spirit and Jesus is saying, no, uh, all you got to do is forgive all these ideas that you have, these judgment ideas, and come back. And you can have a, a thought system of love, and it will lead you to a happy dream and then you can slowly awaken fully and realize you've never left home. But here we are in this perception, and our perception is really projecting, projection, as the Course says. So our perceiving things comes from projecting our guilt and being separate from God. And through true vision, through, through forgiving, we are able to see innocence. Jesus, when he saw people, 
he didn't see separate people. He saw equals. And he said, I and the Father are one. He saw pure beings. He didn't see their vision. He didn't see their essence, uh, their uh, expressions at all. And so he saw complete innocence. And all these things that are happening is part of the dream. So I have a friend named Mike, and he's one of my favorite people. When I first met him, I was I thought he was pretty offensive. <laughs> and when I got to know him, it just turned out he was just very expressive, and he had no reverence about what he did. Like he didn't have niceties and and little things that people do. And and I I I love the guy now, and it's really fun to be with somebody that has no filter. That irreverence of Mike is now cherished, and I see the innocence in what he's doing. It's kind of like having a kid that is just the biggest brat in the world and the, the mom just loves the kid, looks right past all of the misbehavior and sees only innocence, their little baby. So as you go around, uh, and hopefully this can be helpful, you we can make it a chant to get today's whole lesson into one chant. The chant goes... Uh, something like this. How do we correct the, create, uh, correct the mistake choosing the ego? And the answer is we forgive. And what does it mean to forgive? And the answer is letting go. Letting go of what? Perceptions, our judgments, all those things that are really never real. Just like my perceptions of judgments of Mike weren't real. Especially when I got to experience his innocence and his wonderfulness and our, our sameness. And I can let those go and I can experience a beautiful, happy dream at least, and and um complete awakening too, if you follow that. And then what's left when my judgments are gone? Well, what's left is love. And so I've been using this as a mantra, walking around just saying, I forgive you. Anytime anybody gives me an offense. That judgment that I have is what's blocking that love that's underneath it. And so I forgive you the offense, whatever you've done to me. And then I forgive me for judging them because I've made up that judgment. It's not real. It's my judgment about whatever it is. And then I also forgive me for leaving the peace and the love of God. And there's unconscious guilt, according to the Course, when we do that. We got to deal with that guilt. And the way that we do that is by forgiving, recognizing those things that we make up constantly about our brother. And if we can do that, we see innocence. And then you say, I love you. And then we see we are the same. And you say again, I love you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive me for judging. I forgive me for leaving. I love you. I love you. Over and over. It's a beautiful experience. So, Three realities, and these three, these three, we're going to look at, and we're going to look, and and really see how we're, we're going to pop around uh, all these three realities. The true reality is oneness. Now, this is ultimate reality. This is where God is. God is, and there's nothing else to describe it. There's nothing else to add to it. It's very difficult to comprehend, especially because we're in duality. It's beyond description. There is no other. There is just one. It's only remembered, it cannot be described, because there's no words which are just symbols of a symbol that can describe it. It's just the oneness, foreverness of reality. 
And really all creation as we know it is a thought spark in a shower of sparks in the midst of this reality, meaning it's really nothing in reality. And hopefully, uh, well, inevitably, it is, it's our progression to awaken. And the Course, what it says is that it saves us time, thousands of years, so that we can awaken faster through this tool of forgiveness. And as we go to a higher duality, so non-dual is the true reality. I mean, there's not two, there's just one, there's not two. And higher duality, which is, would be like light body. Now this is new age movement a lot, or this is a lot of spirituality, um, a lot of really fun stuff like the law of one and things like that. They'll, they'll be talking about this higher duality and, and your light body or your soul. Now, these things are still duality because it's not oneness, right? There is an identity still with your light body. It's separate, but it's a much happier dream. It's it's uh, much more peaceful. It's a, a much higher vibration. So in this duality, consciousness was the first division of the mind. Mind's the, the mind of God, really. It was the first creation. And consciousness uh, is duality because it needs something to be conscious of, I'm conscious of this microphone I'm, I'm speaking into, right? Microphone's there, I'm over here. The vibration is higher. It's much more lovely than than duality, uh, lower duality of the human body realm. And uh, curiosity, peace, love, joy, all that wonderful thing that we would think is heavenly, but heaven is really even past that. It's heaven is is in reality. And it's beyond time and space which is the higher duality of the light body. Lower duality of the human body, which that's where we're at, or see, seemingly are at, is a lower vibration. This is where special, uh, a separate special body is. My special body that I try to take care of so well and look good so I can be accepted and, and looked well upon by other seemingly separate bodies. Uh, in this realm, we suffer loss, and we and we can supposedly gain. Uh, we have special love from other bodies, and we have special hate relationships that we wrestle against. And we're in time and space, seemingly stuck in this linear progression in a particular location. That's the lowest of them. So, as we're talking about these these three, we're going to skip around from reality to. Um, a happy dream, which would be really this light body, higher duality into the suffering of the lower duality of believing you're the body and that you need the stuff the body needs, that kind of stuff. That's the worst one as far as experience goes. So we're flipping around. And one of the things that I really like to use, I've been toying with this for a while now, is this progression of the mind, ego, body, witness, forgiveness, love, progression. And the mistake, as as the Course calls it, is, is this progression of the mind thinks, so this mind thinking thoughts and, and making up this reality that could be separate from God. And this thinking mind is still thinking things. And we think the thoughts are us as far as the personality, like Javon has thoughts. But Javon doesn't have thoughts. There's only one mind. The mind of Javon, the special Javon, is a fragment, a tiny fragment among the billions of fragments of the one mind. And I think all these thoughts are me, but not. 
It's really the one mind thinking. I don't have any thoughts. In fact, the Course says I'm mindless if I believe that, I, that the personality and the world is real. And there is a mind and there is a real world, but it's only after we choose forgiveness uh, to get back to our real mind. So the mind thinks, thinking, 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 they're not my thoughts. The ego tricks. The ego is tricking us to try to uh, usurp and get the power of the, the son of God, which is the decision maker or the mind. And it's, it's the ego is really like a puppet that gets blown up with the life of God, which still comes from the power of the mind. Uh, without it, the ego cannot exist. And then further mistake goes to the body feels, the, the world and the universe and the body is made from the ego's trickery into keeping us separate. The correction comes in when the witness watches. So I get some separation and I, I start to step back and I realize that I can watch the, this insanity that I engage in and then I can forgive it and realize that it's judgment that I've placed upon it. I can forgive the judgment of the other. I can forgive the judgment of myself for judging the other. And I can forgive myself for leaving the peace of God and the love of God. And then I can engage in a free engagement with, with the ultimate, which is my mind, my higher mind. And all knowledge is available and even fully awakening to I am the ultimate reality is available. So that's the whole thing. So let's get into it maybe even a little bit deeper. I'm going to skim through this as well. Maybe uh, get a little deeper some other time. But the mind thinks, uh, the Course talks about there was a into eternity where all is one, there crept a tiny mad idea in which the Son of God remembered not to laugh. So that idea was, I can be special and separate. I can have my own specialness. And uh, I have this tiny mad, tiny little man there, which is me, right? Yes, I'm strong and separate. And that's the, that's the mad idea that I can be. I can be separate. I can be someone. <laughs> and uh, it's funny. It reminds just of, of, of all of our stories. We're all trying to get what we want so we can be separate, so we can be happy. And we think that being special and, and, and accumulating and gaining is going to make us happy. But it never works, at least not for any more than minutes or moments. And the reason is we can't, we don't perceive our, our our own best interests, which is another course lesson. I don't perceive my own best interests. So I must forgive and rely on the Holy Spirit, rely on Jesus to reveal to me my own interests. So the course talks about these divisions of God, or of the mind. The first division we talked about a little bit was when uh, the mind of God divided into consciousness, the ability for it to be aware of something, which means now we're in duality. I'm aware of a choice, for example, between the ego's trickery of, hey, you're going to be special and it's going to be awesome. Choose this. It's a lot of fun versus uh, the choice of the Holy Spirit and love. It's a really cool uh, Ken Wapnick chart on the course. Go into that later. Second division 
was this division of a differentiation, the ability to be conscious of something. The second division of the mind is dividing uh, a, a choice between the Holy Spirit and the ego. Holy Spirit and the thought system of love, connectedness, and the, the ego's thought system of fear and separation. The third division was when the when the mind, the Son of God, which is the mind, first begotten of the Father, consciousness itself, uh, chose the ego because it thought, you know, it thought, hey, specialness that does sound pretty cool. Ego, you are very very persuasive, and so in it it dove, and the fourth division was when through the power of the decisive mind, the decision maker of the mind of God, um, it created the seeming entire universe in order to hide the guilt of leaving God. And we have this unconscious guilt. So the, the Course calls it an unconscious guilt, meaning you're not conscious of it. But what it does is it keeps you away from forgiving and letting go of your separate identity and letting go of your separate world that you hide in so that we, if you don't let it go, then we will never be aware of the foundation of love and, and oneness that we already are. Because we already are that one mind who is still in heaven and is still God, completely unified. But yet we want to cover it all up with all these blockages and images and just never look at it. So we correct this mistake of choosing the ego through forgiveness. What does it mean to forgive? Letting go of your judgments. And what's left when you let go of all your judgments? Love. Why wouldn't you do it? Because we're insane. <laughs> I forgive you. So then walk around once again. I forgive you of whatever the offense is. I mean, we get offended all the time, so... Pick your, anything that comes up is an awesome opportunity to forgive. I forgive you. I forgive me for judging you. I forgive me for leaving the peace of God, for leaving the love of God. Seemingly, you can't really leave it. And I love you. I love you because you're innocent. I love you because we're the same. I love you. So really try that. It's wonderful. So the ego tricks. Remember, the mind thinks the ego tricks. It's, it's the ego's fundamental doctrine that what you do to others, you have escaped. The ego wishes no one well. And it the ego is dedicated to one insane belief that the more anger you invest outside yourself, the safer you become. And so we protect and we and the best of us in the middle of in the middle of something where our family is going to be hurt, the best of us, would uh, kill other people to try to save what little that we think we have. And in this insanity, attack is normal. We live in a world where attack is normal and even called patriotic and things like that. It's this world we live in. It's a trick. And in this trick, even anger seems like it's a good idea. <laughs> this guy cracks me up. Nobody tells me that 25% of being a dad is staring at your kids until they act right. That's the that's the death stare right there. And I get angry at my kids all the time or, or, or have been. I've been doing a lot better practicing this. And the thing about my anger is it's this, it's this belief that it's going to control the situation. 
I'm trying to keep everything safe from them. And when my peace is not working, I get angry because they don't cooperate. But anger is never justified. Attack has no foundation. And so what is needed in the situation is not anger to try to control others, speaking to myself. What is needed is forgiveness. Forgiveness, really, and realizing that the offense wasn't there in the first place. It was just my judgment. So undoing the ego. Undo it. So how do you undo the ego? Well, it's untying it. It's releasing all these ties that are tying us down. And one by one by one by one. And how do you know when it's your time to forgive and release a tie and release that judgment? You're bugged. You're pissed off. You're frustrated. You're angry. You're raged. Any of those, any fragment of those is the same. And it's your time to forgive it. So the mind thinks the body, the, the mind thinks the ego tricks, the body feels. And this is deep into the illusion where we think that we are the body. We think that we're in this world. We think that we can lose stuff and gain stuff. And this constant stimulation and focus on these uh, illusion keeps us lost in the dream. And we project. We don't look at it. And we think the separation is real. And we think that we, we are are going to lose out and we need to fear the future and fear God for that matter. That's respect. We fear God and we need to uh, pre prepare for our future by stockpiling and I'm going to take it from you so that I can have it. So everything is going to be okay. Separation, separation, separation. But in the end, we correct the mistake not by working it and frenzying and attacking and and striving and competing, but by forgiving. How do you forgive? You let go of your judgments. And what is left? Love. And we say, I forgive you. Forgive you for the offense that you had have for me, the offense you gave me. I forgive myself for judging you. I forgive myself for leaving the love of God. I love you. I love you. So the next part is the witness watches. And the, wit the witness watches uh, is after... The mind thinks, the ego tricks, the body feels, the witness watches. Now, this is part, the first step in, in the correction. Well, simultaneous, really. There's no real steps here. Uh, but just for the sake of the talk, the witness watches. It's a wonderful thing to step back and to realize that you can watch what's going on. You don't have to be it. You don't have to be your anger. You could watch the anger. Uh, my wife and I would get in fights, and we, we had a rule for a little bit that when we get in a fight, uh, we had to uh, articulate it in a third person. Javon is very upset with you. And Javon feels that he should have been communicated more effectively instead of uh, put in a spot <laughs> uh, like that. Pretty funny. What happens when you do that, when you put yourself back and you watch it as a third person, is it loses all the the hooks and the emotional intensity of it. And you can watch it with impartial fascination of this amazing play of your life. Watch yourself. And if you can watch yourself, you can realize it's not as real as I thought it was. Watch for the blockages. Sit back in the audience. Sit back with Jesus and watch the show. The Course says, your thoughts do not mean anything. They are not real thoughts. If you find it helpful to do so, you might imagine that you're watching an oddly assorted progression going by. 
which has little, if any, personal meaning to you. You're like, wow, look at that. That's interesting. What do you think, Jesus? Jesus is like, hmm, yeah. And the Course says all that's required really for our ascension, awakening, freedom is a little willingness. Be willing to forgive and ask for help. Jesus, Holy Spirit, whatever kind of uh, awakened uh, master that you want to call out to, that call for help. And the holy instant, which the Course calls it, is the result of your determination to be holy. It's, it is the answer. It's not necessary that you do more. Indeed, it's necessary that you release, realize that you can't do more. The holy instant is that moment that you remember that nothing has actually happened. It's all been your judgments. It's all been your judgments that have covered up this love, this connection, this fulfillment that you already have and you are home, that you are complete already. That is the holy instant. And this little, little willingness is just saying, man, I just want to be I'm doing my best to forgive. Uh, please help me. Jesus, help me to see the real world instead of what I have made, which is uh, this world of judgment and uh, projection away from my, my guilt. So the last... The next step in the progression back uh, back up, so to speak, is I forgive. So the mind thinks, the body, the mind thinks, the ego tricks, the body feels, the witness watches, and I forgive. So my little wi willingness, the only real job I have is, is to forgive. Look for innocence. The innocence of, the, of your brother is the trick. Seeing them as innocent and realizing that you're offended just because of your judgment of it. There's so many examples of this, of, of having this offense to another and realizing that it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I heard there's a story, uh, uh, I think it was Byron Katie. I don't know who it was, but one of those spiritual speakers. And she walked in and, and, uh, someone walked out of the bathroom that she was going to walk into the stall in a public bathroom and it was all wet. The toilet was all wet. The floor was all wet. And she was like, Oh my gosh, what a horrible person. I can't believe that. What was happening? Did they pee on the seat? How did that woman even pee on the seat? It's all wet. Why? I'm just like judging her as being just a horrible person that would leave the, the bathroom so wet with urine. It's just despicable. So she cleaned it all up like she's so spiritual. And, and then she went to the bathroom and then she flushed the toilet and then the toilet exploded <laughs> with water everywhere over the toilet on the floor. And she walked out and left it completely wet again, just like the other person. And so that person went from a horrible person to just a normal person. It's her judgment that made them horrible. And that is the case with us. The one we hate is the enemy because of my judgment. And I can forgive that judgment and I can forgive myself for judging and I can forgive myself for leaving the love of God and addressing that guilt. And the Holy Spirit can come and heal that relationship and heal them and help me to see the truth, which is the holy instant that we are innocent. We're innocent. 
and we're already home. And the ties are removed. The judgment ties are removed, just like the Goodyear blimp. Remove those ties. There's no work to it. It just raises right up, ascends right up. So look for those blockages. Um, I'm going to be skipping here. Watch and forgive and love and repeat. Watch for what seems to hurt you and isolate the judgment, isolate the offense and forgive them. And then isolate your judgment about the thing and the person that made it an offense and forgive yourself. And then isolate that you and see that you have left being one with the mind of God, being one with God. You left God's love and forgive yourself of that and forgive your guilt and allow that little willingness the Holy Spirit to heal. Watch for who seems to hurt you and do the same thing and watch what you teach and what you demonstrate and how you are in the world because teaching and demonstrating or doing what you do doesn't make what you do real, but it does make it your experience. So are you teaching attack? Are you teaching scarcity? Are you teaching? Are you living out and doing things that 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 show that you are in thought system of fear. And if you are, watch it and forgive it and ask God for help. And as you tie, untie these little ropes, ascension happens a little bit. Your your frequency raises, raises, raises. How do you how do we correct this mistake of choosing the ego? We forgive. And how what does it mean to forgive? You let go your perceptions, your judgments. And then when all the judgments are gone, all that's left is love, which is wonderful. I forgive you. I forgive me for judging you. I forgive me for leaving God's love. I love you. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over. I'm going to skip some of these. So I love. It's one of the final steps here. The mind thinks, the ego tricks, the body feels, I forgive. No, the witness watches, I forgive, I love. And then once you're in that connection with God, this oneness, natural progression, as you know, you're tapped into all knowledge. Knowledge can't be learned. It has to be remembered. And then when you forgive it all, I am one. Let me end with this from The Course of Miracles. I need but look upon all things that seem to hurt me and with perfect certainty assure myself, God wills that I be saved from this and merely watch them disappear. I need but keep in, my, in mind my Father's will for me is only happiness, to find that only happiness has come to me. And I need but remember God's love surrounds his Son and keeps his sinlessness forever perfect to be sure that I am saved and safe forever in his arms. I am the son he loves, and I am saved because God in his mercy wills it so. And when you have looked on what seemed terrifying and seen it change to sights of loveliness and peace, which is what happens when you release your judgment through forgiveness, when you have looked on scenes of violence and death and watched them change to quiet views of gardens, under open skies with clear life-giving water running happily beside them in dancing brooks that never waste away, 
which is what happens from viewing the world through fear and forgiving it and then view, viewing it through the vision of Christ and seeing the true world. In the end, who needs persuade you to accept the gift of vision? Who would need to persuade you for that? Of course you're going to want that. And so that is it. You are blessed. You are healed. You are home. And the answer to experience that is forgiveness. Hope that was helpful.